0: Welcome, you're listening to The Leading Hope Podcast. My name is VJ Williams, here with my friend and pastor, Kevin Jack. Thank you for joining us and taking time out of your day to become a better leader. If you're new, we release a new episode every Wednesday. Easiest way to remember uh, every week is to hit that subscribe button, get that automatically downloaded to your favorite podcast platform. Also share this with a friend on Facebook, uh, YouTube, Instagram, all the good ones all the good ones all the good ones uh, so please rate and review on apple podcast a few extra minutes will absolutely help get this in the hands of so many more leaders like you who are trying to get better like us visit leadinghope.online to get updates find out more about the leading uh, hope community today uh, kevin we continue our series on 3d leadership 3D. this is episode 187 leading across leading across oh you kind of put a t on the yeah. across acrossed. across across Yeah, there you go. Let me start again. 187, leading across. Or leading across, if that's how you want to say it. Across. I thought I I was going into something else, I think. I think I was wanting it to have a, a leading across teams,
1: right? That's hilarious. Across teams. And it just stopped at across. Got it. So in this series, we are talking (laughs) about the three distinct relationships in leadership in terms of the org chart, up, down, and across. So up, hey, leading under authority, down, leading with authority, and across really is, hey, leading with no authority whatsoever. And so let me paint the scenario. You are a team member, a peer, a coworker. That means you have teammates, peers, and coworkers. And what our belief in this is that while there are distinct skills, competencies, you need to know how to lead well in each of these um, directions, that if you, as you improve in any of them, it will improve all of them. And so I think this is the one, if I could say like, this is the most important set of leadership skills to learn. because if you learn how to lead without authority, you will have a far better understanding on how to lead with authority and how to lead under authority. And so I just want to give a win very simply at the beginning. Okay, you win when you're leading across or crossed. You win. (laughs) (laughs) I'll let it go down. teams (laughs) when the team wants your participation and your promotion. When the team wants you to be involved and then in the future wants you to have authority, that is the win there. Obviously, as part of this is your team has reached its goals, these other pieces, but that is what you're really looking for. And I believe that most people completely neglect this dynamic. It's off their radar. And like what I'll see is I'll see people hyper obsessed with the people who they are leading, who they have authority over and hyper obsessed with their boss. But paying very little attention to everyone else in the organization. Oh, so good. Absolutely. Except for like, maybe like, there's like 10%. And they spend all their time just sitting in their teammates' cubicles. Yeah. Hanging out. Yeah. But... They don't have jobs for long (laughs) okay so we're talking to the majority who this is off your radar and what you need to do and i I believe that people who their teammates dislike only get promoted in bad organizations and that's just the reality if you want to get promoted if you want to be in a better spot if you want to have more authority it will often come from the insistence of your team members for you to be in that position That's good and so you need to learn how to lead Across. So I just want to give you a couple things today. This is less of an overarching, hey, this is how to make it work. This is what to do. This is your focus. I just want to give you a couple things I believe you need to be mindful of as you lead without authority. First one is this how you create that dynamic where the team wants your participation and promotion. Three ideas. Idea number one, you do what you say you're going to do. Who really got me got it's, me going. It's shocking. It is. I know. It is. You do what you say you're going to do. The the deadlines are met. Obligations are kept. If you say it's going to happen, people know it's going to happen. And the reality is, is that, like, that is such a simple, duh, obvious thing but that is the source of the vast majority of anyone's credibility it is i said i will have this completed by this date you don't have to check in you don't have to monitor you don't have to see how it's going you don't have to get progress reports every step of the way okay communication is part of this of letting other people know where you're headed but the vast majority of that communication actually even becomes unnecessary if people know that you are going to do what you said you're going to do and I I believe that um, if if your teammates start saying don't assign that to them they'll never get it done or if you put it in their hands make sure you check up the reality is this your team does not want your participation and they absolutely do not want your promotion that trust in your competency and your ability to complete absolutely matters
0: yeah, no, that's really good. You know, what I see people doing on the opposite side of that, uh, is they won't say they're doing anything so they don't have to be in responsible for exactly. anything. And so you can gauge that too, as a way to help people motivate people.
1: And it's like, w we've gotten the idea of like, uh, promise low, deliver high Yeah, as the source of credibility, yep. you know, what's actually even better than promise low, deliver high Yeah. promise high, deliver high.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: like on the initial, let people know what you're going to do. Yeah, like even if it's significant. Yeah, and then do it. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so, symbol idea one: you do what you say you're going to do. Um, and I, I don't want someone to fall into the tendency where, as they're hearing these things, they go, "Well, duh," because the reality is, is earning credibility within the team as a whole yeah. is actually quite. It's not complex. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: going back, but people yeah, don't do it. Yeah, going back to the actual
0: that what you just said, uh, aim high, deliver high. I think isn't there a C.S. Lewis quote that says something about aim for heaven and you get the stars in the sun too, or something like that?
1: I have no idea, like, but that sounds beautiful. Yeah,
0: like, <laughs> like said seriously, yeah. but that's the concept. Like aim here, and you get all this other stuff with it that you wouldn't intangibly gotten. That's good. Yeah.
1: Okay, second idea today on how to win credibility without uh, authority that your team wants your participation in your promotion uh, is that you don't do anything that will hurt the credibility of the team. And uh, this is uh, just kind of a dynamic that most people don't realize. And it, it's actually quite simple when you think about it. And that is that credibility is shared within the team. You don't stand simply on your own credibility. So uh, let me put it church context. Um, When you enter the staff of a church, what will happen inevitably is your credibility with the people upon initial entrance is actually the average credibility of the staff as a whole. If that makes sense, like people say, like, I trust the staff on a scale of one to 10, a six, because there's been some issues in the past and some things haven't been followed through and some other things didn't get better. But we kind of like them as a whole. And so you enter that team. You do not enter with your own credibility. You actually enter at the average level of a staff member. So people go, I trust them about a six. Yeah. And what will happen is while your individual credibility can change as a whole, it never becomes detached from the credibility of a team. If you put it in business organizations, like your unit, your department, okay. People are like, oh, they're a part of this team that team has inherent credibility. It is not each individual member, that team has credibility. And so what will happen is, is you have the ability by your lack of execution, by your action, by your behavior outside the office, by your social media time, like you have the opportunity to either help the credibility of the team or to damage the credibility of the team. And this seems like such a small thing But the reality is, is that if you're doing stuff, even if you're delivering within the office, church or non-church, if you're delivering results within the office, but if what you are doing in other areas in terms of how you treat people, not, not keeping work in its place and like putting other things that detract from the work. And if you do those kind of things, what you have done is you've damaged the credibility of the team and the team will instantly be frustrated by that. The team will instantly be aggravated by that and so for the first one you do what you say you're going to do we said trust in your competency matters for this one trust in your character matters if if someone on our team let will just put it here yeah. if someone on our team is doing what they're not supposed to do and i don't even say they're like not following through living a life that is counter the reality is is it impacts my credibility absolutely and and so i i just look at that and go it's not one of those like well they'll burn their own bridges it's to go no i know they're damaging me and i know they're damaging the whole on this and so i have to do something within that
0: yeah uh that's so good and anything ever 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 of of in history that's ever been accomplished can you imagine like <laughs> like people coming in to like to, 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 you know, I don't, Steve jobs, office or, you know what I mean? They're like, I told him not to build a phone. (laughs) Yeah. I told it was going to be, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? That concept of like, how are you helping anything at this point? You know what I mean? Like that concept of that credibility isn't just devastating to your unit,
1: to the whole organization eventually. So what you're saying? Like, (laughs) I, I don't want people like, I don't want people to take your illustration, which is perfect and spot on and divorce themselves from that. Right. Cause you may look at that and you may go, Oh, that's silly. Right. But you have, my guess is there has been a time in which senior leadership or someone yeah. on the team said, we're going this way. We're doing this. Yep. And you have gone to someone else yep. and said, I think this is dumb. Yes. And I don't know how, why they're doing it that right. way. Right. And you think it makes you appear more credible. Right. And you think it makes you appear more trustworthy. And that is absolutely not the case. Right. You damage the whole yeah, And in doing so, you damage yourself, maybe even more so than the hole in those yeah, moments. Yeah, I just ring that back. If you do think that it's
0: not the right move, gather the people together yeah. and have a conversation. Don't go to the back
1: door route because you're just going to damage the entire operation. Absolutely. It's good oh so good and then third idea here okay so we've talked about you do what you say you're going to do second idea you don't do anything that will hurt the credibility of the team because credibility is shared and third idea is you mind your wake this is a concept we've talked about just like in bits and pieces before but i think this is incredibly important and the idea comes from this uh when a boat goes through the water it creates a wake. when it goes through real shallow waters there's all these signs up Mind your wake. Yep. Like be aware of the ripple effects, how you're churning the water, how you're creating what's it called? Choppy water? Yeah. Sure. How yeah. you're creating choppy water yeah. for any other, yeah, people, yeah. watercraft, anything like there that. There are more people on the water than you. There are more people on the water than you. Yeah. It's <laughs> a great statement. Yeah. And so this is just like I, I don't mean this uh you, you People are going to want it like nitty gritty yeah and all it really means on this is the idea that like you're aware of how your actions impact others like you are mindful that you are not the only person on the team you're not the only person in the organization and so to mind your wake is to be aware hey if i miss a deadline what does it mean if i'm absent what happens if i don't show up to work on time how does that impact others? If I'm not communicating about my progress and other pieces, what what impact does it make on others? And if I could just give like really simply, okay, what when when you act and don't act in an organization, it impacts those around you. Yeah. If you are unaware of that, then you are not leading well across. Yeah. And so the easiest way to become aware of that is just to simply ask. Yeah. And to say like. Like literally go to a team member. Like, hey, is there anything that I'm doing or not doing that I need to be aware of? Yep. That is not like that is not a hard question in no. any way. No.
0: Uh you have more on that? No. Uh, so uh, three incredible things to think about and you think that, oh, this is obvious, but we don't put them into practice a hundred percent of the time. Absolutely. Uh, you know, you, you started with, you do what you say you're going to do. It seems obvious, but there's a lot of, there's a lot within that. Uh, you don't do anything that will hurt the credibility of the team. Um, also same concept. I want to spend some time on this. You mind your wake. Cause I, I know for, uh, my experiences in medium to large corporations, large organizations, that's yeah. the one that seems to be dismissed the most oh yeah um, especially oh, yeah. when you get to large large sizes because at the top of an executive level the the head of the of the of the organization they're making decisions that you know if I'm in a small organization you know maybe I'm I don't know I have a newspaper company and you know what I mean it's just me and three other dudes I'm probably going to the delivery guy and goes Do, are we you know are you able to make all these deliveries yeah like, I have that relationship with that guy yes I'm not having good. that relationship at a 500 plus organization or even 50 right and so this weight becomes real interesting what's some things that you employ to make sure the decisions that you're making for this size organization are coming because this is the the largest organization that you've led yeah um you know and we're we're you know 50 to 70 people i think what do you do to make sure the decisions you make is going to not create
1: choppy waters for for everyone at every level it's really interesting that you like just the realization for me is that like for most people uh pastoring yeah is about the size (laughs) of the church yeah But it's a radically different thing based upon the size of the staff yes and like when we have like a sports ministry and a counseling center and a daycare yep the number of people who are employed through our organization is very significant yeah and so to go like seasonal
0: too it rolls on it rolls off it's never the same yeah and so so it's it's just
1: really funny because they go like i know how to speak to that many people yep but to how how to lead that many people who depend upon this income and have to work together is a radically different thing. Yes. So I would just say it as, uh, (laughs) so to take it back through what you said, like in a smaller organization, everyone who's working in it eventually sits at the same table. Yeah. In our size organization, that is not the case. Like everyone who is working in it and whose work impacts each other, they might not even always know each other's names. Right. And that's like what gets really nuts on there. Yep. And so I, I would just always say like my goal is a couple of things that I'm trying to do is I'm trying to uh, the phrase we use now is turn signals. Yep. Before a decision is made, we cue that the decision is about Good. like about to be enacted. Yeah. Talk so, more
0: about that, like because people want to turn signal. So you're talking about the car, a literal yeah. car.
1: So the idea being like, hey, before you the <laughs> in vehicles, that's right before you switch lanes you're or supposed, supposed turn, to you're <laughs> yeah. supposed to signal <laughs> Yeah, amazing devices it's absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. phenomenal it's really helpful yeah because you can't yell yeah hey,
0: i'm turning
1: go right <laughs> 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 yeah they,
0: they created these yeah. things on purpose yeah and the reason purpose. why
1: is because uh, i assume at some point in history people oh, were just yeah. smashing it's, into uh, each uh, other sorry because they Wish I had some <laughs> kind of device on my car to let you know i was turning <laughs> but like the turn <laughs> signal letting you know the direction i'm about to yeah. go before i go is meant to prevent an accident. Yeah. And I believe it's the same thing with organizations and decisions. So we give a heads up. Absolutely. Hey, this is gonna happen. Yep. Here's why. And we want to give a window between when the decision is made and when the decision is implemented. Yep. That way, if there's any significant effect, we've yeah. if dire need, we've got a chance to roll it back. Yeah. The other piece is we get an opportunity to get our ducks in a row. I, yeah. I would say the other big thing that I'm just always mindful of is when we create high trust, high conflict cultures, those issues will naturally come to the surface. Yeah. I don't I don't have time to run company wide surveys once a month. Is there anything bothering you? Am I doing anything? This I'd rather put all my effort in creating a high conflict, high trust culture. So it naturally comes to the surface as quick as possible.
0: Yeah, in in a big corporation, this one again. I just go back to the experiences, man. The the, the times that were were great uh, in the you mind your wake was when the organization like something might be silly, like you're changing um, your your healthcare provider, but it's going to affect ten thousand people. The more time that you let them know the signals that you're giving up front, at least they may not like it. Maybe they like their healthcare provider, right? But yeah. at least you gave them enough time to make an educated decision for their family, and you know they that's may good. have someone sick or nothing, you know. And being able to do that is really important. And I think it gets lost the bigger the organization gets. It's really good. V. Good.
1: What else you got for us? Well, I think that's the what I really want to just kind of like, like drill in today yeah. is that being a good teammate matters. Like. It matters for your execution. It matters for the quality of your work. It matters for your teammates execution and the quality of their work. And the reality is, is that like, Hey, if, if you want people to want you to be involved and want you to want to be a promoted, you have to know how to be a good teammate and it's actually not complex. Like you say what you're going to do. Okay. Yep. You don't do anything that hurts the credibility of the team and you're aware of how your work impacts those around you and you're in communication on how their work impacts you. And so we just kind of filtered it through these ideas. You do what you say you're going to do. You don't do anything to hurt the credibility of the team and you mind your wake. And That's I good. believe that if you do that, you're going to be in a spot where not only do you learn how to lead well across, but that will carry over to when you lead with authority and when you lead under authority as well. You mentioned earlier what you should ask your teammates. you have some things that we yeah, should to give it, it's just kind of rephrasing what i said earlier yeah. but i believe that the good teammate has mastered some simple disciplines that will have a massive impact in their life and here's two key questions that are just really simple okay ask your teammates is there anything that i'm doing that is making your job difficult <laughs> yep second question ask your teammates how can i make your job easier and those are two different questions i want to clarify yep Is there anything I'm doing that's making your job difficult? You are looking for present actions that is detracting from the team goal. Is there anything I'm doing that would make your job easier? You're now looking for proactive steps you can take. So removing the frustrating behaviors and adding in healthy practices, I believe with that you'll learn how to lead well without authority.
0: I've been asking those questions for the last, uh, man, four or five years, it yeah. changes everything. If you're not asking those questions uh, y- as a leader, not only are you hurting the person you're leading, but you're really only, you're tapping out on your own uh, ability
1: to lead at yeah. a higher level. And That's if I so could good. just d- just add in like this one last tidbit as yep. we go, it's just the idea like, when we talk about what this functions like, like in organizations in which the purpose and process are completely clear, and people are perfectly embodying the behaviors of the culture, this is easy. Yeah. But the reality is, is that's not always the case. And so within that time, no matter the size of the organization, if the why isn't clear, if the process isn't clear... And if the behaviors haven't been fully adopted leadership gets really messy yes and so the things we talk about today are things that we're aspiring to not things that we're perfectly living out absolutely but we at least want to be clear on this is the bullseye of what we're working towards that's good
0: thank you guys so much for uh joining us today 187 leading across Across. Yeah, we got one more. Thank you for joining us. If you're new to the podcast or haven't yet subscribed to Mean the World to Us, if you did that now, also post about it. Rate and review or both. You won't believe how that easy step helps us get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders. Just like you and we love hearing your stories how the podcast is working in your life and business if you have a story send it to us dm us on instagram however you want to get it to us visit leadinghope.online. all that works we would love to hear from you and remember everyone, everyone. has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader make it count